Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Morgan and Morgan. now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is 9.04 on the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. In the studio with us is uh, Steve Byrne. And on the hotline, joining us right now is our friend Bert Kreischer. Bert, how you doing, buddy? It just dawned on me. I am responsible for your relationship with Steve Byrne. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, uh, we mentioned that earlier. James more than most right. people know, though. Yeah. More than pull that, you guys, pull that close to your mouth. There. You guys didn't like me. I no no no. no see, that's <laughs> the story. By the way, not also true. not they you guys. No, it's true. They didn't, but they didn't like me. They don't he like said, me. Galvin's back at the station, by the way. I always forget to tell everybody. Where is he? He's back at the in St. Pete, so you can he hear him. Be. He should be there. <laughs> <laughs> so <Shut up. laughs> here's the thing. Bert said to me, he goes, hey, Steve Burns coming on this tour with us to, to Dublin. When you meet him, you're going to love him. He's great. You're going to love him. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, cool. And then you you came to the thing. You didn't hang out. You hardly drank. And and then we're all like raging in Dublin. You're like, I'm gonna yeah. go back to bed. And then and we we're like, I was like, Hey, that guy's not the party animal you made. <laughs> yeah. Nice guy, but did not really hang out with us and do anything. I was like, Whatever. And then Bert, like a dick, goes back and tells you that I said that. Right. <laughs> why would you? Why would you do that, Bert? That's... <laughs> there was a there was a there was a probably four year period where and I'm, I'm just realizing this now where Steve and I were responsible for each other making friends. Steve introduced me to everyone at the store, made sure I was included in, like, any time people were doing stuff, tried to get me in at the store. And I think vice versa, I was like that with making sure – it was all when we were on Jameson. We, yeah. Steve and I spent so much time together, and, and I love – I mean, obviously, I love Steve. And I was, like, I was like, I need the people that I love to love Steve as much as I love Steve. And so I was like, Steve – Cowhead doesn't like you, and he's not seeing the right side of you, and you need to show him the right side of you. And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "We just need to party with him." And he, it was like, "Understood." And the so, next time he saw you, no, no, let me airport. let me explain. Yeah, yeah. They were, I, now the next year, it's exactly three hundred and sixty-five days after that. It is St. Patrick's Day in Dublin. The following year, and the I it went just off. I just come off the flight. I mean, you have to remember the first year, though. I had literally just finished doing that wedding crash right, show. Right, you, I lived in Vegas for three months, and I was zapped. I know this. I literally wrapped and then flew to Dublin. I know this because I'm getting my luggage, and you come up to me, and you go, hey, man, how's it going? I go, oh, hey, Steve, good to see you. How you doing? And the next sentence was, hey, last year I was really tired on this tour. <laughs> I just finished wrapped up doing the thing. I was a girl. I mean, the, the, that's like the – I have reading just what Bert, Reading what Bert had <laughs> – right. hey, listen, Mike Calta. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And then I looked at you, and I was like, oh, it's great to see you. Have a good time. And I was like, Bert's such a dick. Because I just knew Bert went right to you. And but well intended. And, and uh, I think that, that that's a testament to Bert, though, always kind of like looking out and doing those kinds of things to like – 
make inroads because it's like you guys would be great hangs together. I also think that um, I may not have liked me in that year either because I was still young and I was still like, let's go on drink, let's go rage, let's do stuff in Dublin. And now I'd be like, get this guy away from me. I would not want to hang out with me either. So I get it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, And at the same time, Bert, Steve and I I were also talking about uh, when you... Went Hollywood on us when you became ho- you went from oh, Florida yeah. boy to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. it's we pretty Pressure. much agree on. I was telling Mike this. <laughs> I don't know if I brought this up to you or not, but do you do you remember we were like in Kansas City or something? I hadn't seen you for a while. You hadn't seen me, and we were at the airport, and we sat down and we had the. I had such an awesome time with you. We were just BSing and catching up, and I was asking about your family and you vice versa. And I was like, man, this is so awesome. And, and you're like, dude, we got to hang. We got to hang. Let's do this more often. I go, 100%. I called you four or five days later. Like, dude, I missed you. It was so great hanging out with you. I, I, I'd love to do this again. Let's get a bite. Let's get a drink. Let's get a boys' night. Let's just do something. Never heard back from you. <laughs> I was like, man, I missed him. I was like, I guess that was it. He was very popular. <laughs> I probably I probably would have replied, yeah, let's podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we, we figured your jump the shark moment was uh, your your massive exposure to Joe Rogan's audience. That's what brought you into the next, into Hollywood. Oh, is, is, that, is that what changed me? <laughs> yeah, and that's, I don't think you changed. I still think you're the same person. You're just a little bit less accessible now. Oh, I'm trying to get even more or less accessible. I'm trying to change my phone number. I just can't get around to it. <laughs> Maybe you should just get rid of your phone. Because, uh, because when, when I've never seen somebody like like broadcast before surgery, before Mike Burt. We get it, dude. We get it. You can you can disappear for more than 20 minutes. We, we're we not going to miss you. You're still here. We get it, dude. I mean, you're getting surgery, dude. Put it down. <laughs> I will tell you. I will tell you very candidly. This is. I swear to God, for whatever reason, when I have panic attacks, when I get scared or nervous, if I can see a camera, I calm down. I used to do it on Travel Channel whenever I was scuba diving. It's called narcissism. <laughs> what did you say? That's called narcissism. That has nothing to do with panic attacks. <laughs> and I told my I told my anesthesiologist, I go, "Hey man, I need music playing when I go under." And I need to do a promo read for my for my Red Rock team. And he was like, and he was like, are, are you being serious? And I was like, I'm being dead serious. And dude, I did the first one, and he had given me a nerve block in my left arm, and my left arm collapsed, and I couldn't hold it. And he goes, you're gonna have to use your other arm. You're, we're about to operate on that arm. And I was like, okay. Jesus. And so then I used my right arm, and and everyone in the room was looking at me like, how did he get his phone in here? Like you're not supposed to have your phone yeah. right now. Yeah, that's not reacting well to our medical machines. And you know what the answer was? Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Those guys. I went in to get my uh, post op yesterday, and all of the nurses was like, "It's him! It's him!" Mm-hmm. And and they were all they were like, "We love your video. That was so great." So then I took pictures of everyone. Sure, I got COVID, but uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's, what's funny is Segura. I when Segura saw it, he, his face dropped, and he was like, "Do you, you realize that how different we are, right?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "You rolled into surgery like you were getting on stage, like you rolled into surgery with music blaring, your phone on, yelling out Red Rock states, putting out your website right before they put you under." 
He goes, when I rolled into surgery, I called my parents. I said, I love you very much. <laughs> See you in a few hours. <laughs> uh, Bert Kreischer is joining us on the phone to talk about his uh, rescheduled and upcoming Birdie Boy Tour, which is coming here to the Strauss Center on October 20th. And uh, then October 21st, two dates, uh, 7 o'clock and 9.30. Can I tell you something else? Please. Please. So this other time I run into Bert, right? I just remember this. He goes, he goes, I go, oh, this is what I did. I, I did Tampa and I do your radio show. And I, I, of course, you know, I kiss the ring. I thank Bert. I go, man, these guys are great. It was such a fun hang. I had such a good time. I was like, yeah, yeah, and Bert's from here. My my parents had just moved here. My parents retired. I'm like, dude, you know, I'm going to be going to Tampa a lot more often. We should do a show together in Tampa. He's like, I'd love to do that. Let's do that. So I, I talked to my agent. I called Bert. It's like a month later. I'm like, hey, man, let's schedule that show together. Never heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to wait. Wait till he's going into surgery. He'll have yeah. his phone in his hand. I have to tell you, though, I, I just got, I was I'm in not L.A. Good. I'm not good. I'm not good at returning phone calls. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, but oh, right, I'll tell my Bert story real quick. First, I was going to say I was in LA with Bert last week. Yeah, and uh, we spent. Uh, I'm out there for like three days. We spent a day together, and we had a great time. It was great. By the way, congratulations to Bert yeah. on the uh, the variety impact. The variety great, impact. Great, great yeah. job. He was. It was old school. Just me and him. I got to see the girls and hang out at the house, and it was a fun day. Uh, prior to that, Bert called me and he said, "Hey." uh... I live for Serbia, and I'm going to be gone for like three months, and I got like an 8,000-square-foot house, so if you ever have the urge to come out of Serbia, let me know. And I was yeah. like, yeah, all right, cool. Then the pandemic hits, <laughs> nothing's going on, and I look at my son, and I go, hey, you want to go to Serbia next week? He's like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah. And I call Bert, I go, hey, I think I'm coming to Serbia. He's like, all right, great. I'll, I go, I go, just let me know what day is good. He goes, all right, I'll let you know. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Here. Let, me do, let me do another one of those for you. Keep going. Okay. Alexa, what, what, what time is it in Serbia? Maybe I should call Bert. <laughs> So I got to, I got to, uh, this is an open invite and I will make it up to you. And Here you we go. with me, Cal. Write this okay. down. Yeah. Right, right. We record Write this, this down and record it. Yeah. So Saturday, when I'm, I'm in Tampa, like Wednesday, Thursday, right? And then I'm in Orlando for whatever those dates are for the Straz. October 21st. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday in Tampa. Go ahead. And then Friday, Saturday, I'm in Orlando and Sunday, I'm in Tallahassee. So I get a call. I get a text from the offensive coordinator at Florida State. He's like, "Yo, man, you want to come to the game?" And I was like, "Yeah." And my wife's like, "How are you going to fit that? Ready for this? Private jet out of Orlando Saturday morning. Fly up to Tallahassee. Go watch the game. Fly back after the game. Wasted. Do the shows in Orlando. Are you in?" <laughs> well, I'm going to say I'm in, and then I'm never going to hear from you. So you're just going to break my heart again. Nope. I'm making it up to you. I'm making it up to you. Uh, 100% in. Last 100%? time you said, are you in 100% in, I was on a flight to L.A. the next week. So I'm 100% in. All right, 100%. Then, and now, wait a second. If that plane goes down, do I want to be the uh, Burke Kreischer and friends <laughs> die in plane crash? I have to think about that. Uh, do you know how much press we'll get in Florida? You will. Like, I won't. Be... Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'm with the number one DJ in all of Florida. That's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, I might time, make it. Two-time Marconi Award nominee. How do you like that? He just got uh, nominated for uh, Personality oh, of the Year. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I'll make a blurb. All right, yeah, I'm in. I don't even like college football, and I'm in. Oh, it's going to be great. I haven't been back to Tallahassee since. Wait, my, Steve, go ahead. My friend is the equipment manager for uh, FSU, so we're probably going to leave with some goodie bags. Ooh, lots of jock straps. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we, what, is there any COVID regulations this weekend, Steve? At no. side splitters? <laughs> I don't think so. It's the Wuhan of Tampa, is what it is. The Wuhan of Tampa. Uh, no, everything. There's nobody's wearing masks. A uh, couple of like the more like the employees are wearing masks at places than than customers. Okay. Yeah, we're free. Yeah, what is it like when you're on your on your tour? I mean, are are there restrictions with the theaters? Are there? Does it is it dependent on the state? You haven't done. I gotta be honest with you. I'm. I'm, I don't. Florida's are the only states I can guarantee I'm going to do because of DeSantis or whatever. Like I, I'm worried about the rest of the country, but I know that those Florida dates will stand. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Florida, Texas, you're fine. Um, I want to ask you something because you 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 wrapped your film. yeah. How did you, uh, how did you deal with because you're over in Serbia, and I'm sure you went. I'm sure there was like a little pre-production phase, and then you jump into it. Because whenever I do those USO tours, right. it takes me like a good week, a week and a half to, to get used to the climate change. Yeah. How, were you was your time clock messed up the the first week or two? Because I, I, I and how long was the shoot? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. The, the shoot was three months. Oh, so we had God. okay. Well, I know, dude. I, it's not. I, I had no no idea what I was signing up for. That I was like three months living in Serbia was aggressive. Um, <laughs> but but I, the first week I was like I'd never experienced time uh, jet lag like that because I had done Travel Channel for so long. I thought I was cool with jet lag, and it was like middle of the afternoon, and yeah, I was Bert, falling that's asleep. In, that's in the United States, so it's like you're going from <laughs> central to mountain. It's like oh, an hour. <laughs> No, no, we went to Australia. <laughs> hey, football, like, it's only it was, 5 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Vegas before, and I usually bounce right back. <laughs> I, have, I have a better question about it. Uh, so did you not put Steve in your movie because Steve didn't put you in his movie? Here we go. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Before uh, I did, Steve, before I'm like a legit actor. I can be in your next movie now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now that you're now that you're privy to film, you do know that before I did your podcast, and I was and you were so kind to have me on to to promote the opening act. You, uh, I did email you the email that confirmed that I was yes, yes, going to have yes, you in you the did, thing. You did. So, you, so you did see email confirmation from Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley signing off that you were to be the cop. I'm working with I'm working with Peter right now on a project. Wow, you didn't know about that, did you? No, I did. I because oh. Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter does call and say, "Hey, what do you think of so and so? What do you think of so and so?" Right, right. And there's so only you been, gave him the green light. Like two you, comics. I'm like, you. Nah. What's that? Yeah, I was like, I was like, he's definitely running this up the flagpole. He's like, there's no way. <laughs> the uh, no, but that, the, but that was but I, that I was great. That was great to get the that was great to get the the email from you for for an offer for your film. I was really excited hey, to. Uh, to what, what happened? What happened to that though? What happened to that? What, I, they, did we, I did we, I ever come I up in your mind? What, what happened, Bert? I, I mean, it, feels, it feels like it feels like Bert's a rat in a coffee can. Right now. <laughs> Bert, what happened? No, there was a, there was, was a my specific offering? scene when I was when I was robbing the train where everyone goes, "Holy cow!" There's an Irish Asian guy. <laughs> through the whole the whole movie would have been thrown off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear a gong, you hear a gong hit, and then you hear bagpipes. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Well, uh, neither one of you put me in your movie, so both of you can suck it. You were in my show? I was on it's your true. show. You're right, Steve. I shouldn't even brought that up. I was yeah. on your show. Oh, yeah. Steve, yeah. I, by the way, I'm dying to talk to you about something, Steve. My God. Go ahead. Just say it. No, I'm going to send. Wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send Steve. No, you won't. Right no, you won't. I'm, some, I'm going to right now. Is this something you, you can't say, but I should say on the air? No. Was it something about Owen Benjamin? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I was talking to Neil Brennan before over the break, and he's like... The good Brennan. What's that? The good Brennan. The The good Brennan. And he was saying, boy... With uh, with what's going on, thank God you had Roy on the show. Otherwise, you'd go zero for three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, that was exactly what I was going to text you too. Oh my God, uh, what was it like working with Luke Skywalker? Uh, he. <laughs> it was, uh, it was... <laughs> It was, I, it was great. I, I definitely, I definitely realized that I can be a, uh, I can be a tall order sometimes. There were times where you posted things and he looked fatigued. (laughs) Yeah, he was, he was, he enjoyed me. I'm defending him because I know that he would be like Bert. You know, I liked you, but there were times where you could see that I was grading on him aggressively and he was like and he was like what at times he was like i I mean this makes me never want to do a movie again i mean you're exhausting (laughs) (laughs) that's that's funny i i I told him i said mark i said i right we were doing hair and makeup one time i said you know mark everyone asks me what it's like to work with you and i i love working with you i get i get a real kick out of him he's very sweet generous dude Mm -hmm. like he's really and he's not you know, you'd think, obviously, Star Wars is what it is, and everyone has questions about Star Wars. And he's never once batted an eye. He gives everyone a longer answer than you'd think. Like, he really oh, is wow. generous with his time about that stuff. But I said, Mark, I gotta, people are going to ask, like, if we got along. And he's like, what are you going to tell them? And I was like, well, I really liked you. And he was like, then leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I could easily see two months into filming Burt go, you were in Star Wars? <laughs> like the Star Wars? You know what I said to him? I go, one day I walk on the set and I go, there was a dude inside R2-D2? He's like, yeah. I was like, shut up. And he was like, he was like, he was like I hate to rave you, there was also a person inside C-3PO. And I was like, there was a real person inside three see three PO? And he goes, What did you think? I go, I thought there were robots. He goes, Bert, it was nineteen seventy seven. You thought there was robots? <laughs> well, I think I, besides that common sense stuff, is there anything else that he told you that you were like, No. Uh no, he had great story he had really great stories about like uh about uh the casting of it and the way that like George Lucas shot the film. Like he would like as you know, as obviously Pete knows, or uh, Steve knows, like direct, working with a director is really interesting because you get to learn everything about the bar. Our guy Peter Atencio was really like very meticulous, very like thoughtful. Every he had really thought out everything. I mean, I didn't know that a director had to do that. I thought it literally thought a director said, "What's the best shot? That's it. All right, and action." And so, <laughs> and, and so I said that, and then Mark goes, "No, that's George Lucas." And I went, "What?" And he goes, <laughs> "He goes, you'd be shocked." His directing was like, "All right." 
do it again, but a little bit better. And, <laughs> and so he was like, he was like, oh, and, and he could recite any line from Star Wars. Like you'd be like, he it was, it was bizarre. It, he's an amazing dude. He really is. But I think it'll be interesting when we do press for the movie and people go, so what was it like working with Bert? He's going to be like, well, his shirt's always <laughs> off. He's half naked and he's drinking nonstop. <laughs> Which is what most of us say about you. Yeah, and by the way, you're 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 partly responsible for that brand, Cowhead. Yeah, well, by getting you drunk and shirtless. Oh, I know. I no, your first when special. I did my first special. When I did my first special, I called up and I was like, "What do you think?" And, and Cow goes, eh, "It was good." And I go, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, oh, "That's not you." And he's like, "You know, you're the guy that comes up and." Rips his shirt off and drinks a beer, and and that's why we like you. And then you all of a sudden you're in a collared shirt and jeans, and it just wasn't you. And I was like, I'll never let that be said about me ever again. And uh, and I was like, the next special was like, this is going to be me. I'm going to be shirtless. Well, uh, there you go. So I take you're all the welcome, credit. America. <laughs> <laughs> you're sorry, welcome, America. I'm sorry, Mark Hamill. Um, all right, well, let me tell you, because Bert's got a whole tour of uh, stations he's got to talk today. Bert Kreischer will be here in Tampa on Thursday. I'm sorry, Wednesday, October 20th at the Strauss Center. I think that might be sold out because two shows were added to Thursday. The 21st is one at 7 and one at 9. Uh, 30, get your tickets to Ticketmaster or the Strauss Center, and uh, I will probably be out there for both shows, and then I believe we have a private jet in our near future. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. In all in all honesty, and I, I, I say this all the time, so happy for your success. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you do comedy, though. And uh, you're still one of the funniest guys I've ever seen in my life. And uh, Bert will be here. Go see. If you haven't seen Bert and uh, you've only known him from hearing him bits and pieces on this show, he's got three shows here in Tampa. You have no excuse. Go out and check him out. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, catch up with you. I guess I'll see you then. It's, I mean, it's right around the corner. Yeah, I'll see you then. And, and everyone go see Steve this week at Side Splitter. Steve is. One of the honestly, the two of us, our personalities developed comedically at the same time. He's the funniest dude in the world, man. I I, I really miss you, Steve. I do. Love you, Bert. I'm so happy for you, man. And uh, again, with that variety thing, I was so happy for you. Uh, those things don't happen often in the comedy community. You rarely see. Do you see my pink jacket? <laughs> We're not talking about that. Oh, <laughs> you should take yeah. your shirt more. Well, I, I appreciate more. it. Yeah, but but lots of love it. to you and the and, girls, buddy. Thank you, brother. Same, same, same to your family. Hey, uh, Cal, last thing before I go, make sure to tell Steve how big my new house is. All right. <laughs> See you, Bert. <laughs> I'll see it on Instagram. No, you won't. I no. guarantee you won't. Yeah. He's super secret, Bert, now. No. Dude, I. He can't keep a secret. No, That's but the here's the problem. Can't keep a I'll tell you why, though, is because he's at that point of fame. Yeah. And his daughters are at that age. Where they're starting to get annoyed by his fans, yeah, like if sending them uh, pictures and things like that. Approach, so I think he's getting a little bit more serious about kind of keeping that stuff on the down low. Yeah, um, but I will tell you, his new house is like I was happy for him when I saw it. I was yeah. like, I, I I talked to Judy, his manager, and I go, I said, she goes, did you go by the house? I go, yeah, it's great. I go, but keep in mind, the first time I was out here, I was at the apartment. Sure. I was at the last house, and now, and she's like, I've been there the whole way. I was like, yeah, I guess you have. So yeah. it's good to see, you know what I mean, uh, him doing He's building the house, and he's right. building it the way he wants it, which is, the no matter how big it is, as long as you have what you want, that's the that's Sure, the yeah. yeah. What's the square footage on it? I mean, it's probably about, probably about six and change. Yeah, I but it's, five. But it's, but it's a huge, you know, yeah, thing. Uh, yeah. listen to me. Gated community. It, no, no, no. It's, it's it, yeah. not in a gated community, but it's got <laughs> no, a huge. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got a huge <laughs> privacy wall. 
in the front yeah. where you can't see the house. Yeah. Then the house is there, and then everything's behind it. He's yeah. got so much property. That's the thing. The house is pretty big, but the property is massive. But this is the thing that sucks about L.A., though, right? Is like... Probably costing $9 million. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's an idiot. He, like, like, he's... Not saying he's an idiot. No, but, I know what but, you're saying. But I, I just think that those guys that that hit that echelon, it's like, okay, now you've legitimized yourself. Yeah. Now you're a known commodity within the industry. Get get out of Dodge. Where like, are you? Get out. Nashville. I you got out of you Na- love Nashville? Love it. I've only been there one time, and I loved visiting it. I don't know that I'd want to live there. Not that it was yeah. for any reason other than I don't know if it's really me. I definitely couldn't live in L.A., although that weather is enough to make me want to live under an overpass. It is so beautiful there. I, I, well, you could do it. I, I mean, you, could I, you really could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I got off the plane. I was like, this place is gross. And after, like, two hours, I'm like, it's the best weather I've seen in years. Uh, and in the way he has this set up in his house, I think he's going to be real happy. And then in 10 years, he's going to sell that house for three times what he paid for it. Sure, so of course. Yeah. He's, he's in good shape. Um, but Steve Byrne is here with us. That is uh, Bert Kreischer, who is coming uh, on tour. Steve is here this weekend, starting tonight at Sidesplitters, 960-1197, or sidesplitterscomedy.com, where you can uh, go online, buy your tickets, actually pick the seat that you want to sit in and see Steve. He's one of the funniest stand-up comedians, and he's a longtime friend of the show, even though I didn't like him when I first met him. <laughs> Steve, we were talking about it earlier. Is this your first time at Sidesplitters? No, I had been there. I had been there maybe years ago. And uh, the old owner uh, was running the joint, and I, I just found him um, a strong cup of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> very nice way like, to put it. I was like, I don't know yeah. if this is uh, this is my cup of tea, you know. So I I went over to the other club, but then th- th- this new gentleman took over the club, and I yeah. really enjoyed him. And and I, I I also like the roster that they put together. Like I see, oh, you yeah. know, when you go to the club and you see, oh, Mark Norman's here, and so and so is here, and so and so is here, and you're like, oh, this is, you, you kind of want to be there. It's I funny guess, you said because Bobby Jewell, who used to own the side. Sure. Who I, is a wonderful guy. He's a He's super a nice sweet guy. guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't do much business with him, so I don't have to deal with him the way you guys do. Yeah. But he's a super nice guy. I think for years he thought I didn't like him, and that's not true. But um, we would talk, and he'd go, let me ask you a question. Why don't you put my comedians on your show? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know, because it's 2020, and Tommy Blaze isn't cool anymore. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, how many times can you talk to Carl LeBeau, who rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, once he tells yeah. the Sam Kinison story, he's done, you know? Yeah. So, so that was the thing. So, uh, BT really brought that club into where it needs to be with the Joe List and the Mark Normans and the Bobby Kellys and all Bobby, the guys yeah, who are crushing, sure. Louis C.K. Yeah. I mean, all, all, you know, all these names. Now that Cobb has a reputation for, of where when somebody big is looking for a club, that's the one that they go to. And, yeah. and, I li- and I, to me, I'm not a comedian, but if I was going to be on stage, I love the improv. I love that three stories and the big thing. But you comedians, they don't like that. You like the intimacy of a small crowd. Yeah, it, it, like I, I do like the Tampa improv. It's not a knock against it. No. But when you're so vertical like that. And there's just this vapid space. It, it just, it's a theater. It's a it basically it's a big theater, and it's hard to. It's not giving you that comedy uh, low ceiling. That you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's still a theater that's still like it, it doesn't it, like the aesthetics <laughs> are, are weird. Yeah. yeah, it's like performing inside like a Pringles can. Yeah, yeah, it's straight uh, up. It's is really what it is. weird. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like the other like side splitters is, is it's one of those clubs that's a throwback. Yeah, it's one of those clubs that survived the comedy boom because a lot of clubs went out of business yep. but it's one of those that still has the aesthetics and it still has that kind of old school charm yeah well I, look i'm very happy we've had a great working relationship but then we do shows there and uh, they bring in our favorite people so 
we're, we're that is next to an Anthony's, which I love. It's next to an oh, Anthony's, yeah. which I love. Anthony's one day called and they were like, "Are we doing an endorsement with this guy?" And they go, "No, we're not even advertising in the station." They're like, "Because he's talking about us all the time." I love it. It's just good food. Oh, me or uh, no, me, me. When, oh, I, when they yeah, first yeah. opened, I was like, uh, "I went to this Anthony's place and it was great. It was great. It was great." And and they got back to them that I was talking about them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll always tell you I got a good restaurant, whether or not I'm getting paid for it or not. And that yeah. was just one of them. You know, the, their wings are. I've never had wings like that. Me, in my life. unbelievable grilled with the onions in the, and the pan. Whole thing. Oh, oh. Look, I'm a Sicilian and I eat their eggplant. <laughs> Uh, let me let me take a quick break. Uh, okay. We're hang with Steve Byrne. Okay. Take, take it to the top of the hour. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to find out what this project that Billingsley and Bird are working on that you're probably not allowed to talk about. Okay. I'll get it out of you. Okay. Spanish will tickle you. Well, I, I don't know much. I, it, Peter we'll just it. was kicking the tires. That's all. Maybe we'll call Peter. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, call all right. we'll be back. It's the Mike Calder Show. It's 102.5. The- You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.